Thank you for tuning into Sochcast. We hope you enjoy this uninterrupted listening experience. But before that, please do listen to these messages that come from those that support your favorite show. Caregiver Sathi brings to you season 2 of Caregiver Diaries, a new set of experiences shared by our invisible warriors we bring to you a safe space where you can share your experience as a caregiver shared experiences have a number of positive influences on our emotional well-being and connectedness what if caregivers who could not tell their stories wrote diaries and we could get a peek into these diaries having said that Welcome to the first episode from a series of stories from such diaries. Never once in the past 20 years of my life I have questioned oh why do I have to go through all this and why my son has to suffer. That is what I have accepted as me and my child's fate. But what ached my heart was the fact that my son cannot express himself to me. His mother He can't tell me if he's in pain or he's happy. He has to go through everything alone. My elder son was born with a condition. He was born paralyzed. He couldn't walk and doctors said that we will have to assist him throughout his life in carrying out the basic day-to-day jobs. The worst part of it all is that I didn't know about this at the time of birth. It was only when he was 6 months old and i had started to notice certain things that i got to know about his condition my husband and my mother in law kept this information away from me i still don't understand why but i wish i had got to know about it sooner i had so many questions when i was told about this but i was so confused numb there were mix of extreme emotions i broke down and i didn't know how to accept what has been told to me I still don't know how to express what I felt when I got to know about it. For a mother to see her child suffer is the most difficult thing. When I got to know about this, me and my husband took him to different doctors, tried different treatments, but nothing worked. We were advised by the doctor to take care of him like a normal child and make sure that he takes his medicines in order to protect things from getting worse. I felt so helpless. I had no idea about what should be done. All I did was pray for him to respond to any of his treatments. He will turn 23 this year and he still just lays on the bed, doesn't talk or move his body at all. I still remember how numb I felt. Everything happened so fast that I didn't get even the time to register anything. It was traumatizing to see my child with whom I was just playing a few seconds ago now gone completely silent it was extremely hard i can't even think about that moment i felt so helpless because i couldn't do anything in my power to make things fine for him till date he has not learned how to control his emotions and someone from the family has to be there for him 24/7 i still remember when amongst all this I got pregnant with my second child. It was a dreadful time for me. There were mixed feelings. 
I was afraid of something similar to happen to my second child. I took utmost care of everything at that moment, but I still remember the amount of stress and anxiety I had. Seeing my second child being born was the second happiest day of my life, and by God's grace, he came to this world without any complications. But taking care of both children was hard and tiresome. I recall how it took a toll on my mental and physical health. I was exhausted at the end of the day. No time to take care of my own self. Those were some hard days, but the joys of seeing my children smile helped me make my way through the day, and that is what is still helping me sustain. At times when I'm at my lowest, things dawn upon me, and I'm left blaming myself for my elder son's condition. And because I have to spend a lot of time with him, I feel like I'm not there. my youngest son this fills me up with guilt like this sochcast tune in for more with the sochcast app from the google play store i do everything in my power to give both my children the attention and care they deserve and push myself to limits even today i at times end up completely exhausted It took me a lot of time to get used to the fact that this is how things are going to be. Though he was paralyzed and couldn't move, with time he started recognizing my voice. I used to sit and talk to him, trying to get a reaction out of him, and sometimes he did. And these moments were the ones I kind of lived for. So slowly things became more acceptable, and now I'm at a place where I'm content with the life I have. I do have regrets. I wish I would have noticed the sign before so that his treatment would have started earlier. His conditions might have improved, but now nothing can be changed and things will remain like this. He is an adult now and still he needs to be carried around, which is quite difficult because of his weight. Also, due to his needs, I have to be there with him the whole time, which have had restricted me. I'm unable to go out. One member of the family always has to be there for him. When he was small, it was easier to carry him around, but now it's not possible to travel with him. I do miss going to family functions and I do miss going out, but he's my responsibility and I can't really leave him and go out. I do keep connected to everyone through phone calls or video calls. My family members also do visit me often, especially my brother. He makes sure to keep me updated about everything. Keeps sending me photos, videos and some family gossips. It's been 22 years and now I have even grown used to this life. I have my neighbor. I spend a lot of time with her and then there is my younger son who also helps me a lot with his brother and everything else. So that helps make my day a little easier. I have fun conversation with people around and that's how it is. This whole experience has brought a lot of changes in me. It is all because of the support and love I have been showered with over the past few years. I have always been a happy person. When the whole thing happened, I did lose myself a bit, but then I grew used to it and now I feel much better and happy about things. I do have worries about how things will be in the future. I have to give equal time to both my sons. and helping my elder son be happy and survive as well as my younger son to make a good life for himself is the only goal i have in my life right now 
that's what I keep working towards every day. I do try and find time for myself. I do keep socializing and keep myself occupied. I love cooking, so I keep trying different things and that makes me happy. I also make sure that I get enough time to rest. All these years, I've been living with the belief that my son is a God's gift to me and I'm responsible for taking care of him. There's no escaping the situation and this is what is keeping me motivated throughout this journey. This story is a great example of how females are always expected to work as a caregiver and have been considered as one for the most years of their life. Being a mother adds on to these expectations and a lot of time this leads to women suppressing their own needs and put forth the needs of their family members. It's important to reach out to these women who think that it is their prime duty to be a caregiver. They need to be made familiar to the idea of self-care and self-love and how it is important to take care of one's own mental health before taking up the responsibility as a primary caregiver to someone else. What are some of your thoughts? What do you feel as you hear this story? Do you have a story to share? Let us know. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this Sochcast. What is your Soch? Send us your comments on our Facebook page and Instagram page. It's time for you to do your own Sochcast at Sochcast. अपनी सोच दुनिया को सुनाओ सोच का